All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to the Hollywood Video Guys podcast. Again, we have myself, Michael, we have Randy, and we have our good friend, Don. Uh, today on this podcast, we are joined, gratefully, by um, another podcaster from Legion Gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, that is our good friend. Uh, do you go by Deuce on your podcast or Matt? Uh, Deuce. Deuce. Okay, yeah. we'll cut that out. By Deuce. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they. I've introduced myself as Matt. Too. Okay, good. It's yeah. interchangeable. Like, I wasn't sure if it was like an alter ego. Yeah. You're like protecting. I didn't want to give away your identity. Please like, wait to the end of the podcast where we will reveal his social security. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, this is uh, Matt slash Deuce from uh, the Legion Gaming Podcast. So we you know, kind of had him over another time. We're going to do one more with him. Um, Thank you. Have, Thank yeah. you for having me back. Excited to have you here. Uh, how's it going, guys? How's uh, any any good movies you've seen lately? Maybe new, maybe old? Uh, seen quite a few of them. Definitely involved in Barbenheimer. And then before that, there was Mission Impossible. Uh, uh, I missed that I, one. I enjoyed all three of those movies greatly in the theaters. We saw um, Ninja Turtles. That was great. From my oh, party. yeah, that's right. It was good. And uh, I did see Barbie recently, too. That was, oh, man, I haven't seen it yet. I really I liked it. it. Yeah, it's it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, it comes on. It should be on uh, streaming in what, like, two weeks. Good. My wife went and saw Barbie, and I just, you know, that was my lifeline to go see Barbie. I mean, I can go see it whenever, but <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to see it with anybody. I'm going to see it with her. You're going to show up, show yeah. up alone at a theater. Yeah, it just kind of <laughs> seems odd. You a better excuse. Let <laughs> you free fly. fly. Um, how about you, Don? Any movies lately? Mm, I, I don't. Turtles. Seen too many new ones. No. Yeah, we saw Turtles. That was really. That was really cool. I watched a uh, Michael Keaton movie from 1988 called Clean and Sober. <laughs> nice. Oh, <laughs> you were telling me about that. Was it good? It was good. It's um, I don't know why. Like I, you know, sometimes you're in the mood to watch like a certain era is it, movie. Is right? it a comedy? No, it's not. No. It's far from a comedy. <laughs> That's kind of funny because he was Michael he was Keaton, a comedy. He was guy. a comedy guy. Yeah. It, yeah, he's a comedy guy. But in this movie, he plays a um, a drug addict, oh. an alcoholic, um, and he gets into some trouble because he embezzles money from the company he works for, and oh, then they catch sorry. it. So. He ends up going in a rehab program to kind of buy himself some time to get away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's a very like it, it kind of starts off sort of funny, and then it, it gets very not funny very quickly because it's very much about his addiction. Yeah. And then um, a lot of the movies about the consequences of that, and then like he, you know, it was a turnaround, and there's like a huge twist at the end. It was actually really really good. I I just happened to catch it on uh, on on Max, and I was like, I'll give it a shot. So nice. it was a fun movie. I get in those moods a lot. That's why I watch, if I find an 80s movie or something that I haven't seen, there's a good chance I'm just going to put that on. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, uh, Deuce? Uh, just those. There was oh, another yeah. one um, recently my fiance randomly put on. I can't remember the name of it, but it had uh, Natasha Lyonne. Uh, Alan Arkin was playing her dad. <laughs> nice. It was a, it was an old movie. Yeah. Um, Is it Slums of Beverly Hills? Yes. Yeah. I oh, saw nice. the movie like when it came out <laughs> oh my god i had never seen it and she was watching it in the other room and i had to go back there for some reason and then i just stayed because yeah, i was like one of those movies what yeah. is this this is wild like uh david Crumholtz plays her brother and then at one point Mar- marissa tomei comes in oh, as like her just cousin the, the lineup there i was so like 80s. this is this is so many people and i still don't fully know what it was about <laughs> nice. it was like a movie a lot of movie about nothing alan arkin was like kind of he was just trying to get by with uh not having a job really and he was borrowing money from his uh brother who was i think carl reiner Mm. like wow (laughs) the all-star lineup weird all-star lineup for for a movie about nothing yeah Yeah. i I should rewatch that because i i I think it came out like 98 or something it's it's really i want to see it uh but i like i I watched it because i I liked alan arkin (laughs) Mm -hmm. and um it was just one of those movies where like you said it's just about nothing but it caught your eye and caught your attention Mm -hmm. and it just 
went on. I was like, oh, okay, that was actually a really good movie. Despite knowing nothing about, it. I think I caught like on Cinemax or that's something cool. like that. That's cool. Then. I think it's on uh, it's on Hulu now. That's where yeah. she was watching. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, for me, I haven't really watched too many new things. I mean, we went, like I said, we saw Turtles, which was a great movie. Um, I want to see the new Blue Beetle. That's sh- that as of mm. this taping is coming out. I'm excited to see that at some point. I probably won't be able to catch it in theaters in time. It sounds like it didn't do as great at the box office as I was hoping it would, but I heard it was good, so I want to check it out. Uh, recently, I did watch. Uh, what's it? Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and I watched that like three days ago for the first time. For the, no, 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 I've seen it before, but oh, okay. I saw it on. I checked it out on Disney Plus again just because I, I remember really liking it in theater. But I hadn't seen it since the theaters. I really love that movie. I don't know. It's it's who's directs it? It's um, Sam Raimi. Yeah. So Raimi, Sam Raimi, like you know, Evil Dead style, and it. I wasn't expecting like an Evil Dead clone, and then all of a sudden it's like Evil Dead, and you're like, oh, this. Is Cool <laughs> Marvel movie Evil Dead mixed together like why who could not love that I've uh, I've been noticing that about the recent Marvel ever since Endgame was like they're just trying different genres like uh, uh, Shang Chi was yeah a martial, like a martial arts, arts movie, movie but yeah. in Marvel universe and then there was this one yeah 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 and it got me thinking like you know like what kind of movies what superhero movies would be like your favorites because um you know there's been so many in the last decade we kind of are in that superhero era they've basically taken over like westerns and you know from my grandfather's era yeah. <laughs> like they come out every three months it seems like uh we might even you know there's a whole saying about superhero fatigue where we kind of are maybe tired of seeing all these superhero movies so much and because of that the ones are just not hitting um as well as before what do you guys think about like Superhero fatigue. Oh, absolutely for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, superhero. Given yeah. what we're going to cover later, I'm very much in the uh, fatigued uh, kind of um, side of things. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I would say for me too. That doesn't mean that I don't enjoy them still, yeah. but there is not that same level of fervor, you know, when leading up to one, uh, <laughs> like back when the like mid 2000s or yeah. so when the new x-men would come out and all of us go there the new batman comes out and we're yeah. all there now it's just kind of well it's just another week mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not fatigued i'll be the one on the opposite side of this I'm but I, I do agree with randy where like i'm also not super excited for ones coming out like i think the last one i was really excited for was Endgame, uh maybe infinity war also but like now i don't I don't care that I'm not excited about it. It's just like, oh, that's cool. Because you wouldn't say that about a fatigue with the comics that they're originating from either. Right. There's been out for hundreds and hundreds of comics. Yeah. And you don't get uh, tired of those. Yeah. I'm with, I'm with Deuce. I think, like, I think there's a yes and, or maybe yes but. I think there isn't really a superhero fatigue as we think of it. I think because there's been so many, we have a high bar for what we'll accept as a good superhero movie mm-hmm. as opposed to what we were willing to accept as a good superhero movie when we were younger. So I think you can still make good superhero movies. You know, Guardians 3, which came out this year, I think is a good example of a good superhero movie and uh, or even, you know, across Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. it doesn't, it just, you have to be, it has to be good. Like, you can't just accept it because it's out there. Yeah. You know, that I think that's the difference. But it does make me think about what you guys think are like the best superhero movies. So that's what we decided to do for this podcast is we ranked our personal favorite superhero movies one through 10. And we're all going to discuss like what we think is a top 10 superhero movies of all time, of all time, because it's going to be a good barometer for what we think of in the future. So, um, we're going to start with Randy, who has his top 10. The way that we're going to do this one is we're all just going to say our top 10s at once, and then we'll discuss certain movies that we see within each 
person's top 10, maybe why they did that, why they, why they put certain movies there. And then we'll go on to um, like a more more deep questions. But we're going to have Randy start with his top 10. All are, right. Oh, sorry. Okay. I was just going to ask, are sorry we doing, um, if we if we have honorable mentions, do we do those first before like if we're starting I would 10? say we can get to those later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Stick with your top 10 and we'll, that'll be one of our questions is like your honorable mentions. Okay. Because I have that's a, a very easy one to just yeah. discuss amongst everybody. Yeah. And I have a solid list of honorable mentions yeah. too. So we'll, we'll talk about them all. Yeah. So Randy, go ahead and go first. All right. My top 10 comic movies or superhero movies. Number 10, maybe number one on someone's list here. We have Spider-Man 2. Oh, uh, wow. Great, ten. great, great. Film. Too low, too ten. low. I knew <laughs> I said that. I said 10 immediately. I'm going to get it too low. All right, we're moving on to number nine. We have Iron Man. It's mm-hmm. Back 2008, Solid. Robert Downey Jr., one of the most perfectly cast superheroes ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. We go down number eight. Guardians of the Galaxy. S- seven, right? Uh, no. Not eight. Eight. Oh, sorry. Eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah we're Guardians of the Galaxy. Sorry. One that really nails the uh, the humor with, without mm-hmm. feeling like... I feel like a lot of the MCU now has that style of humor, but it really fits best in Guardians of the Galaxy. Number seven. At one point, a lot of people would have said this is the greatest superhero movie ever made. X2. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like this one's getting forgotten a lot because of yeah, a lot of, specifically the MCU. But but this was awesome. This was like the first real great team up superhero movie yeah, in the cinemas for sure. Number six, the one that perfected the teammate movie in cinemas. We have <laughs> Avengers, the original Avengers. Yes. And number five, the one that I basically grew up wearing out the VHS tape. <laughs> Batman from 1989. Nice. All right. Yeah, I could not tell you how many times that I watched this. And this really was one of the only good comic movies for most of my adolescence. Yeah, for as a for, kid. for you actually, I thought that was going to be higher. Me too. I thought you were going to have that. <laughs> That's number five. I mean, I, it's it's really hard to crack this, these ones. Top five is four, good. Yeah. Top five. Right. Number four, we have the first Spider-Man. Uh, okay. Yeah. Which I didn't really like. Finally, that one as much. finally came along. You know, a movie yeah. that that I could say it was as good as like Batman '89, and and be able to watch that as a high schooler. And then moving on to number three, I don't remember if you guys remembered how obsessed I was with this movie when it came out. I might not be the only one. Batman Begins. Hmm. Okay. When this mm-hmm. movie came out, I really felt like oh, finally a superhero movie that didn't feel like it was made for a kid. Like and they didn't really try to cater to that whatsoever. So well, it was, you know, it was great after we saw Batman and Robin. We were like, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it was such a drastic change. Back to his roots. Yeah. And then number two, cannot leave it out. Uh, Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Okay. It yeah. Just mm-hmm. it's it's really masterful with how it's many high. heroes that high, get yeah. juggled in this movie. Yeah. And it it while it is long, like it doesn't feel as long as it really is. And then number one, we have Electra. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not Electra. The Dark Knight. What else would it be? Not yeah. Ghost Rider? Yeah. <laughs> Ghost Rider 2. Ghost Rider the Whip. So, no surprises hey, for me. Three. Dark Knight's number one. Yeah. And uh, can't wait know, to hear everyone else's. Yeah. Those are, it's a solid list. A lot of, I don't have 
all of those ones that you have, but I do have some of them, so it's a really solid list there. Uh, should we just go clockwise? I can go next. That one. makes you. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Um, so my top 10. Coming in at number 10, kind of funny because Randy had a version of this, but the I think the most superior X-Men movie, the best one of them all, uh, Days of Future Past. Okay. Days of Future Past. Ooh, yes. uh, great movie. We'll talk, I want to talk about that a little bit more, but yeah, uh, I think it's the best. I think it's the best team-up movie um, in all of uh, any comic superhero movie, and I think it's really one of the best superhero movies. Um, number nine is Batman Mask of the Phantasm, mm. uh, the cartoon uh, movie, um, which if you don't know, that's from the Batman TV series that we grew up on when we were kids on Fox. Mm-hmm. And that's where that, that movie comes from. Number eight, I should say, <laughs> is Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Uh, Same lo- placement as me. Yeah. <laughs> number eight. Yep. Best man. See? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, and same idea. Just because, like, they it was one, it was the one that had humor that, like, oh, you're supposed to be this goofy and ridiculous. Like Iron Man had humor, but he's not goofy and ridiculous, you know. Right. But then it seemed like every other Star or Star Wars, every other Heroes <laughs> movie came out with that kind of kind of stupid funny. try to take that tone for their own. But yeah, really, it belonged with the Guardians. Uh, number uh, number seven. I don't know it's number seven. Batman eighty nine. Um, which I didn't really watch it that much when I was a kid, but I watched it recently. I love it. It's great. Keaton's great. You know, it's one of the best Batman betrayals, I'd say. And the Joker, obviously, is amazing. Uh, Number six, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the newest Spider-Man movie, which I I think artistically, it's one of the most beautiful, beautifully made artistic cartoons ever. Uh, It's that good. Number five, another cartoon, The Incredibles. Oh yeah. man, yeah, yeah. Uh, groundbreaking Pixar movie, number four, Avengers Endgame. Only superhero movie on this list. Maybe number one. Uh, the only superhero movie on this list that uh, made me cry. The end. The end scene got me. Number three, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yeah, a lot. Of, yeah, a lot of people say, "What would uh, a movie like? What would a superhero movie in Marvel be if Christopher Nolan directed it?" I think this is the closest representation of a Christopher Nolan Marvel movie that you'll see, and I think everybody hits it out of the park in it. Number two is Spider-Man Two. I think it's probably my the best solo Spider-Man movie, and all of the graphics and stuff still still hold up now to today. And number one, Batman: Dark Knight, which I'm sure since Randy had it, we'll talk more about it later. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> Um, all right, so we're going to go um, next to Deuce with his top ten. Okay. Let's see. So coming in at number ten is um, animated uh, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Oh, that's so that's good. good I love yeah. that movie. I didn't put it on my list at all. But. It's funny. Like, I'd never seen the show, but I did watch that movie, and it was just a continuation of the animated series yeah. that we, we grew up on. Oh, that's so good. Number nine, um, like Randy said, a worn-out VHS tape, especially on those sick days from school, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Oh. <laughs> oh. Ivan Ooze. Right? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, none of the uh, none of the special effects hold up today, but oh my god, that <laughs> they was... didn't hold up then. No, <laughs> his, his rap does. <laughs> but it was just great to see them uh, finally on the big screen and and done well. Hell yeah, <laughs> uh, for them. Yeah, number eight, kind of probably a little low, but Avengers Endgame. Oh, yeah, number seven, Across the Spider Verse. Yeah. Uh, number six, surprised nobody had it on here yet, Deadpool, the, f- oh, the first one. It's on my honorable mentions. Um, I just thought that it was like, you know, kind of groundbreaking for its time, you know, R-rated, perfect humor. Uh, number five, 
Yep, we're at five. Top five, X two. That was uh, that was one of my probably my top ones for the longest time. I love it before the big superhero boom. I, I thought that I might have been the only one to have it on my list. Yeah, uh, number four, Iron Man one because uh, it really kicked us kicked this off uh-huh. for the MCU and everything. And like you said, uh, Robert Downey, perfect casting. Number three, Winter Soldier. Yes, let's go. <laughs> Same spot. Same spot. Uh, I, th- I felt uh, it's just like Dark Knight in that, like, yep. if you take the superheroes out of it, you still have a really good, you know, spy thriller yeah, and stuff exactly. like that. Yep. Number two, pause for gasps, The Dark Knight. Not that oh, surprised. <laughs> Not a consensus. Uh, even though it does hold the record for most times I've seen a movie in theaters, which is five. Same. Dang. <laughs> yeah. Same. But my number one has to has to top it because this this hero is my personal favorite Spider Man two. Nice. Knew it was coming. I yeah. love Spider Man. <laughs> All right. All right. Donna, what is your top ten? All right. So my uh, emphasis on personal top ten. Yeah. Here. Of course. <laughs> yes, yes. Number ten for me holds a very special place in my heart because it reminds me a lot of being a kid at this time. Sure. Uh, my brother and I have a lot of memories around this movie. We. You know, we're thoroughly engaged in the McDonald's promotion with the glasses. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, oh I know so what it is. I'm so excited. You put and this, this the, the soundtrack, <laughs> there's a lot here that just, it, it takes me back to 1995. Brother, I'm yes. with you. And, you know, just when I listen to it, I just feel like I'm, I'm just getting kissed by a rose. Dude, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm so with and you. And number 10 on my personal list is Batman Forever. God, with, I, I too low, that. too low. I, I wanted that so <laughs> bad. This, this movie to me. Like I said, I was 10 years old when this movie came out. Uh, I, I love Batman 89. I have a lot of memories of Batman Returns. I watched the hell out of Batman Returns against my brother. Yeah. Like, my brother loved Batman, so by proxy, I love Batman. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It just reminded me of us being younger. Um, and then this movie came out, and, like, it was Batmania for us. Like, the McDonald's promotions, like, the uh, the peel-off stickers. Yeah. Uh, seeing this movie, like, everywhere. We, uh, we, we used to rent movies at the warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they actually gave us, like, the giant cardboard standee that's still my parents' house. Oh, nice. yeah, I remember that thing. Yeah, you're, you probably you might be passing by that in the hallway all the time. Hundreds it was really times. funny, yeah. <laughs> so, for me, Batman Forever, easy number 10. So good. Nice. Yep. And then uh, number 9, maybe too low for some, Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Uh, at this point, so... I don't know what number this is in the MCU universe at it's this pretty, time. It was probably like 17, 18. I'm not totally no, sure. No, it was in the 20s. It was, was in the 20s at this game. time. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It was probably like 22, 23. Yeah, yeah especially if you add, you know, add Infinity War to it, too. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So if you include all those, uh, I was already at the point of kind of fatigue with you. Marvel movies. And I'd seen, there was a point where I was seeing every single one of them. It got to a point where I just started seeing some of them. And as much as I enjoyed this movie, it was just more of like when you're watching a TV season and you're just like, all right, I just need it to end now. Like, I, I really want to see how this ends, but it's, it's getting a little long in the tooth. Number eight, one of my favorite thrillers, Unbreakable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This movie by M. Night Shyamalan. I always feel like I can't pronounce his name. I'm sorry. Uh, this movie, I love movies that sort of subvert your expectations and also start raising more questions as they answer them yeah and this movie had a great twist at the end Underrated. and it's it's definitely i would say it, it, it if it was released now it would still hold up i think i watched one last few years it and was still released really like two years ago they it did was that glass movie that's right yeah, yeah. But, but i'm saying is this movie itself <laughs> no. because yeah, yeah, it started yeah, yeah. it started yeah. to fall apart by glass yeah. glass is not great <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. uh number seven captain america the wind and the winter soldier nice, nice. uh number five batman wait, mask wait. 
Number six. six. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> so I got ahead of myself. Number six, the 2008 uh, beginner Iron Man. Nice. Nice. Uh, seeing that movie in the theater was an experience, yeah. and it felt like this is where superhero movies finally had landed after Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 and all that good stuff. I'm with you. Number five, excuse me, uh, Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually rewatched this a couple nights ago. <laughs> it's so good. Just refreshed myself and... The only fault for me this movie has is that it's just so short mm-hmm. and it just has to speed through everything. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's a much much more mature Batman than even Batman '89 Returns was. Uh, number four, a recent one I watched, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Nice. Uh, I love movies that try to push you know the artistic medium forward, and this movie, the entire time I watched it, the two and a half hours just felt like it breezed by, mm-hmm. and it was just freaking gorgeous. Yep. Number three, Batman Begins. Number two, Spider-Man 2. Nice. And number one, The Dark Knight. Yeah. That's so funny. You had how many Batman movies? Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four. Four out of my list. I, I could have very <laughs> well, easily had five. I, I was going to do... That's the thing. Is like I, The reason why I didn't put on Batman Forever is because I put Batman Massive Phantasm <laughs> on there. Because I was like, I can't have this many Batmans. I love them all, but I do have to have my love for other things show. Yeah. But Batman Forever, because you're right, the experience. Not, not the movie. Though the movie, I love it in its own way. <laughs> um, but... It's the experience as your childhood of remembering the event that was that movie for yeah. you as a kid. You, you watch it and you're instantly taken back there. And like you said, the movie isn't great at all. Yeah, it's like episode one. It's yeah. like that same level of fandom oh, yeah. in it. You know, like that level that of was like... Huge. Yeah. And also like Jim Carrey was in his prime at this time. And for me, this takes me back to... Right. Like you, you can really falter with this either. Like this wasn't a good movie. And like no. it didn't kill his career or anything. It was just like, all right, he got paid like 20 million bucks where it was. As and a kid though, movie. I thought it was great. Yeah. Me too. And even, I loved it. And when it's just, I grow up now, I love it for its camp. Cause yeah. it's just like, this is so, <laughs> this is so freaking silly. It, it really, it really brings you back to the Adam West Batmans. Yeah. It was like they were trying to meld the two, but not like too far over like Batman and Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things that Schumacher was saying, the guy who made it was like, you know, people pretend like Batman wasn't like this but Batman was exactly like yeah. this when I was a kid like this is exactly <laughs> how Batman was so it made you know, even sense. even Batman Returns was a little campy yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean all, Batman the first one had yeah. like some ridiculous my, my first experiences with Batman was the TV show like just watching that you know bam pow the bat so, yeah it oh, wasn't yeah. until like really the animated <laughs> series or actually specifically Batman 89 that you saw another side of Batman mm-hmm. for once yeah yeah yeah, and I, I remember the the one, is it 70, 76? Whatever, whatever the Batman one, the movie, that the old one with Adam oh, West. Oh, I think 69, wasn't Six, it? Yeah, it was, uh, I don't remember. Yeah. It was like 69, um, around there. But like I remember that movie, too, like very, very vivid, vividly. I wouldn't put it in the top 10 list, but it's definitely a, <laughs> a very vivid memory is watching that movie. So even, it goes back that far. I've seen Batman compete against the Joker <laughs> in a surf contest. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> didn't they all turn into powder or something like that? Uh, yeah, that was in the was that in the movie? The or? movie, yeah. yeah the movie. And all they needed to do was add a little like bit of water, eat, yeah, hydrate, yeah, rehydrate, yeah, functional capabilities. Yeah, that was insane. Did, was the movie when he had the bat shark repellent? Yep, yep. And a bomb, and the bomb, the, and a giant wick on it. it on either side because <laughs> it's like, oh, there's a family of ducks over yeah, here. Yeah, if you've and never seen people over there, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> if you've never seen it, he, like he, it's Batman. Just imagine Batman, but he's got a cartoonishly large bomb with a giant wick in it that he has to get rid of and he's on like a pier and every time he's trying to find a way to get rid of this thing something innocent gets in his way yeah so like uh the ducks like there's like ducks that he's trying and then like, so, and then, like people on the other side and yeah and then what does he say randy when some days you just can't get rid of a bomb 
Yeah. So basically, the end of Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was exactly. It. They must have seen Bat- that Batman. It was like, oh, you want an ending? <laughs> Let me tell you. You were right. But shouldn't the people know the hero who saved them? A hero can be anyone, even a man doing something as simple and reassuring as putting a coat around a young boy's shoulders to let him know the world hadn't ended. But uh, I remember when you first announced this, uh, that's what we wanted to do, the top 10 superhero movies. And I just thought, I really wish I could see that Schumacher cut of Batman Forever. Oh, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be great. It's supposed to be great. Because I, I was very into this movie back when I was younger. It doesn't hold up for me the same. Yeah. Uh, but that soundtrack sure does. Well, <laughs> like the a lot of the super camp stuff in the Schumacher cut... Oh, sorry, Luna. I think I almost stepped on her paw. Uh, but a lot of the the campy, really, really campy parts from that movie wasn't Schumacher's idea. Like oh, he had them not. out of those things. Like the boiling acid scene, like didn't I happen. I wanted to bring that up, yeah, because we were just talking about that. Just how absurd the whole scene is, and now there's YouTube videos analyzing that. How abs- you know ridiculous yeah. it is. It makes no sense. Yeah, you have, why why would you want to boil acid anyway? And, then, and like, he has to explicitly tell you what is. Oh, it's boiling acid. <laughs> yeah. He's just like the biggest point in yeah. the world. It's <laughs> a security guard. Yeah, yeah. You're like, what the heck, man? That's it. That that movie has two of the worst sound bites. From yeah. Dialogue that I've ever heard. Yeah. Boiling acid guy, and then the one guy in the ballroom when Batman comes down, and he's yeah. like, "Batman!" What? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> so those things weren't in it. Apparently, those weren't in it. Um, and Definitely was, a Warner Brothers thing. There was more about Robin, and or not? Yeah, not Robin. Yeah, more about Robin, and there was like less camp, is what they said. Hmm. Um, that's what I saw from the Kevin Smith breakdown of it. To me, this movie, uh, much like the U two song. Held me, thrilled me, kissed me, and <laughs> killed me. Yeah. That, that's really it. That's that's what I need from a movie. Was there a, any other movies on anybody else's list that like stuck out to you? Uh, I mean, well, for me, it's the how high Winter Soldier is on everyone else's list. Yeah, you don't I, like it as much as we no, do. No, I do not like it nearly as much as <laughs> any of you do. I do like it. I do think it's a really good movie. It's a really good superhero movie. But I, I don't know. I just didn't like get deep into it the way that everyone else seemed to I, I just really liked it because like like i think deuce and i both kind of said is that it's got this batman-esque feel to it it's got this christopher nolan by uh christopher nolan vibe or like really more like what if captain america was 007 yeah like that kind of style thing um or just in like a like in a tom clancy movie yeah or something. It, it's really like what if uh <laughs> what if ned flanders was in 007 basically <laughs> because he's just like this ned flanders kind of guy with chris <laughs> evans body um <laughs> But it was, so that was really cool. Win, the Winter Soldier look was really cool. Um, was it Sebastian Stan plays Winter Soldier yeah. in that? And he looked really cool. They did a really good job with him. I always like Falcon. I thought was really great. And ha- having um, Scarlet Witch in it more. Or not Scarlet Witch. Oh, my gosh. Black Scarlet, Widow. Scarlet Witch. Yeah, Scarlet. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're saying that Ned Flanders did not have Chris Evans' body? <laughs> oh, well, I guess. That's true. There, in some parts, he did. He's got a point. Because they had the video of him. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's actually got one of those ridiculous 90s comics bodies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because was it with Flanders in the uh, when he was in the ski pants? Yeah, yeah. And nobody was trying to remember how to ski or something. Yeah, the documentary too, or like no, the when they're doing the dating video for him, and it's like in the shower. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. wasn't he? Anyway, wasn't he in that? that theater, that play where he had to rip off. Oh his shirt yeah, and... yeah, Stella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but we were talking about Winter Soldier. So yeah, <laughs> we might edit that whole part out later. Uh, but Winter Soldier again, it's just one of those movies where it's got a really cool story. If a Captain America wasn't in it, it would still be good. 
Um, but it's better because he's in it, if that makes sense. That's why I think I like it so much. I, I think at the time when things were coming out, it was kind of a different step for the MCU at that point. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a little more serious take on it. Hell, they got Robert Redford to come into it. And he was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, was I the only one to have the original Spider-Man on my list? I think so. Yes. I didn't like it. Really? Yeah, I didn't like it. What about it would you okay, not well, like? As a kid, I kind of liked it because it was Spider-Man. I'll take and I'll take I like Sam Raimi's take on Spider-Man. I think he gets the comic book, like the 70s, 80s comic book version, well, maybe the more 70s, 60s version of Spider-Man, which I think is a great version. Um, but I think he nails it in two, and I think one is a misstep. Like I did not like Green Goblin. I will say that the the Green Goblin mask yeah. was the single worst part of that movie. It was so silly. If mm-hmm. it was a better one, like the original one that they showed, that you, I have, if you've seen the behind the scenes footage of what they originally wanted to do, yeah, it's pretty. That cool looked looking. pretty creepy. It looked really good. I feel like the movie would have been so much well, better. I but mean, everything in spite of that, like his performance of the Green Goblin yeah. is awesome. Look at look at now in No Way Home when he takes the mask off he has a goblin face yeah mm-hmm. i mean i know he's like 20 years older but but it worked like you could have had him just be the goblin exactly like, yeah that's what i didn't like about it was that like i one i didn't i, I liked him more in uh all right <laughs> sorry hard take from luna um but i liked him more in in that movie because i thought that the acting one was i think he's phenomenal but in Spider-Man, I just thought like the character just didn't really fit for what was going on in the movie. I didn't really like it, so mm-hmm. I did. In the top 10. I did like it. I did uh, because it was a Spider-Man movie, and it was the first of its kind. And like, uh, like you said, the first one to really be good since Batman '89. Yeah, it, and for me, it felt like well, X-Men was before that. Yeah, but X-Men. like when you're seeing the origin of the superhero, yeah. like at that time, that was by far the best. And then I felt like when Batman Begins came out that, yeah. that I was like, oh, wow, yeah, that's that's done right. Yeah. And then but, Iron Man came out and they were like, oh, that was that, done right. That was done right too, <laughs> yeah. See, um, that's why, and it's funny because none of you guys had this on your list, but that's why I put Days of Future Past on there is because I think X2 maybe is the more impactful of the two mm-hmm. um, as far as on the genre, but I think the movie itself... I, I think Days of Future Past is a better movie. It, it's hard to argue that. Um, like I said, uh, X2 is on there for me because of the impact. Because it was kind of like first, Batman Forever for Dawn. Like the original yeah. X-Men was pretty good. Uh, but it, it was missing a lot. It was really missing like, you know, the whole the team-up aspect mm-hmm. of it as much. Whereas X2 was like, oh, guess what? Here's actually the X-Men except minus Cyclops for most of it, which is yeah. really strange. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it had guys like Colossus was in it, which is cool. Yeah. Even yeah. Just for a scene, but at least you saw someone like, he's my favorite X-Men. But also like it was Wolverine just kind of... taking care of these kids. Yeah, and... exactly. It was cool. It was cool to see that for sure. And he had a great fight with Death's, Lady Deathstrike. Uh-huh. And it had a pretty good, you know, and Brian Cox is always fantastic in yeah. everything he performs in. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And so, like I said, um, at the time, I know, I'm pretty sure I saw Wizard Magazine had it number one, yeah. like the greatest comic book movie of all time, uh, mm. because it just, you know, it nailed that team-up aspect. And then we've just kind of forgotten about it, I feel, collectively. Now, I did, I loved X-Men First Class and Days of Future Past. I thought both of them were great. And they might be better movies, but it's really hard to forget X2. What I, I, what I liked was... Uh, X2 back then was 
what it was x-men spider-man and then x2 already like yeah and so it was always just getting better and better and then um the cyclops thing was weird because you could see that they were definitely wanted to make wolverine the star of everything um but what days of future past did was meld the two together once they started with first class you thought oh those old ones aren't going to be talked about anymore and then they really brought them together uh in a way that you didn't think was possible at the time. Yeah. Um, it's in my honorable mention, but not in the, the top list, mostly because my list came from what I immediately remembered. Right. And, uh, yeah, I did remember that one eventually, but I haven't seen it in a while, actually. It's on Disney Plus. Check it out. It's oh, great. Yeah. I love it. Weirdly, X2 is not, though. That's so weird. Oh, yeah. It's Sony, probably? No, it's not Sony. No, no Fox would own it. Because Last yeah. Stand is on there, which is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. And Last Stand is terrible. One of the other ones that I saw on everybody's list, and it was on Deuce's number one, was Spider-Man Two. So we were talking about Spider-Man not being on a lot of people's list, but still being a great movie. It was on a couple. It was on Randy's. But like, what? Because we all had it number two, right? Um, I had it number two. I had no, two. I had. Remember, I started with number ten. Yes, no, Spider-Man Two. Exactly. Oh, it was number, it was number ten. For yeah. Me. Okay. Like so I said too low. It was like, pretty like high. What I said that I expect to be number one or number two on almost every it was, list. So it was for everybody else. It was like two or one. What made? Why is that movie so good uh, for you? Because you had it at one. Um, like, just like I said, Spider-Man has always been the the character I relate to more mm-hmm. uh, through the comics and any other media. So to see that Spider-Man Two was a great Spider-Man movie at the time, um, until. Obviously, we got different versions of him with Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland, but like at the time, that was the best. Um, they did the the enemy really well. He wasn't just some weird maniac. Like <laughs> yeah. they yeah. they made you feel for him, um, and it didn't seem forced like in the third one. Yeah. Um, so like, Dark Knight was a great movie, and like I said, if you didn't have Batman, it would still be a great, like, crazy detective <coughs> movie versus a psycho. Yeah. Um, and I saw it five times in theaters, so I do <laughs> like it. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I've, I've just always liked Spider-Man over Batman. That was probably the only deciding factor. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. It was... I, I can't put it any lower than two, ever. I think no matter what movie comes out, I don't care how good the movie would be, it's, it's that good. And it's that impactful in like my life because you're right. Like I think that we all kind of can relate to Spider-Man as like nerdy kids. That, yeah. You know, like I think every nerd has a little bit of like Spider-Man in him, uh, and you can relate to like the, the struggles that he goes through. And so to see that on the big screen, and we were all probably like in our teens when that movie came out, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Um, so you know, you're in your teenage years, and that's when you relate to spider-man the most yeah <laughs> in like the, the most insane ways because you're like yeah i'm not actually a superhero anyway but yeah, weird things are shooting out of yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah exactly that's how i relate <laughs> uh but yeah because of that moment in our lives kind of intersecting and that movie being so good it still stands up you watch it now like watch the cgi in that movie is really good it you you can't tell the difference from like mm-hmm. when they go between uh 
you know, and live it, action. And, and that improved on Spider-Man 1. Like, yeah. They they got away from the practical swinging to just letting the computer do it. And you're like, okay, this really feels like Spider-Man. Yeah, that's how Spider-Man would do it. Yeah. 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 You're not constrained by anything. I will say, like, Tobey Maguire isn't my favorite uh, Spider-Man. Too old, dude. He's yeah. a spider old man. By yeah. He, he wasn't quippy enough, but at least in two, he was trying. Yeah. More than one. Yeah. What about you, Don? You had it pretty high on your list. Yeah, I had it too because if to me, Spider Man One, I, I still really love the movie, but that's really the prototype for what was ultimately going to be this movie. Yeah. And for the same reasons, you guys kind of place it there, where it's this again, like what we knew as superhero movies up to this point. I think one of the more recent releases before this was Batman and Robin. I, I don't remember what came out. I think X Men had come out. Was mm-hmm. it ninety? Yeah, yeah X Men One had out. come out. Blade that's right. Came out. Blade had, Blade had come out. out. So yeah. those were. Sort of trying to build up the reputation of superhero movies back up because we had that peak in the late or early 90s, right? Yep. And then Spider-Man 2 is sort of the finished product where it's like, this is what we've learned with all the failures. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is what a comic yeah. movie should be from now on. Yeah, That's how I felt about Spider-Man 1. I felt that that came along and kind of set the bar. And, and whether you like 2 more than 1 or not, which is totally fine, as like, whatever you're saying about 2 setting the bar, 1 did it first. Like, no, I, I I don't think the I think the bad guy I think I'm with Deuce is that Doc Ock is a much more relatable villain. So I yes. care more about the stakes in this because mm-hmm. I get what he's doing, and I, not that I would ever do it, but I understand like the mania that could come with that if you you know are you that kind of person. Um, so I think he's a better villain, and then I think the graphics are better, and I, and I think it makes a better movie that way. There was just story beats of it that like I did not pre- like in comparison to one. Well, it, it does have a, a stereotypical. I've been this hero for a while. Now I want to give it up yeah, and be and normal. It's already like I could have bought that in maybe Spider Man Three. But all but the Spider Man Two, like you just you just got out. Of high you just school. got here. You just you got here. What, what are you talking about? All the best superhero movies are that. Where yeah, you got to give up the costume. Like, yep. Uh, Superman, Superman Two. two. Yeah, Superman <laughs> Two, which it's is famous it, comic arc. Yeah, which Spider-Man. isn't on any of our list. But I wonder. I was thinking about this. If this was when we were working at Hollywood Video, so two thousand six, two thousand five. No, I was two thousand three. Two thousand three. Two thousand three to two thousand six for me. Oh, yeah. I was. Oh, I had to been oh five because it was after I graduated. And no, I, you started gradu- with me in. At the end of 03. But he graduated. No, I graduated. Later. Oh, 05. you graduated 04. Yeah. 04. yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it must have been after. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah. So from that era, would have this would this have been on your list, Superman 2, if we were making this list in 2003, 4? I don't Superman know if it would have been. Would it have been there? No. Like, it's... Because when I had seen Superman 2, I was really young. And yeah. even then, I wasn't a big fan of it. Oh, okay. Right? And then, honestly, I think I really got to like it more when we worked at Circuit City because that was the movie uh, yeah. we were playing a lot in the front of the TVs in the break room. <laughs> and yeah. that's where I really started like the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were ones that I didn't really have much memory watching when I was younger. Yeah. We, I saw, Batman might have been the first movie that I saw in theaters like that wasn't a cartoon. And, um, and we obviously owned it on VHS. We didn't own any of the Superman movies. So the most I saw of them was just little bits and pieces on like TNT or TBS or that's something. Right. Because they used to play that frequently, so it's not like I could have had those same attached memories. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, my mom really loves Superman too, so I saw it when I was young. I saw it like the same. I want to say in the same weekend, I saw that and Short Circuit too. So it was a pretty <laughs> That's solid a pretty great weekend. weekend. Yeah, those you went to school on Monday feeling good. Brother, <laughs> let me tell you, I had two new favorite things to talk about. Right? <laughs> I, Johnny uh, Five and Superman. I remember we had, we had 
three, maybe all four of the Supermans recorded. Nice. Uh, off of like Showtime or yeah, whatever yeah, they yeah. played. Free them. preview weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember only watching Superman 1 the most, and I liked that one. It's great. It, yeah. Back then, it might have been on my list before this like boom of, of movies. And then I didn't see two until I was much, much older, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that pretty, happened. Yeah. It's a very peaceful movie for a lot of it, but I love it. And I see, love I've watched Zog. one and two, but I don't think I even bothered with three and no. four. I own no. them. I yeah. own them. I have, but, I've seen them at one point, but two, that General Zod is one of the best villains. Terrence oh, Stanley. yeah, for sure. What does he say when he's like talking about Superman? Uh, and then he's like, then I'll, the son of Jorah will be my slave. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. I love that scene, man. He's just all camp and like ridiculous over the top. And he dies. Superman kills him in that movie. <laughs> Which later on people talk about that. Like Oh yeah, and Man of Steel? Yeah, how can he kill Zod? I'm like, he killed Zod. <laughs> Zod 30 years yeah, ago. Like, flung himself down the fortress of solitude. It's been a long time since I saw it. I thought he put him back in the Phantom Zone. No, he died. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, he killed him. It's been him. a long time since I've seen it, apparently. <laughs> or no, I did back. he didn't kill Zod. He killed that other guy, the Zod um, minion guy. Remember? Oh, the other uh, big Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he like big went at him man. and he just like did an Olay and he <laughs> fell into the... <laughs> Sorry, that was me doing an Olay. an <laughs> Olay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish mean, we had a visual yeah, aspect for was, this. Just in case you're wondering what, what happened in that moment was that I decided to do an Olay. So. And go uh, back 10 seconds yeah. and now you know what, this, what an Olay is. Yeah. So. Attention citizens of Fair Gotham. <laughs> when we open that safe, we'll have everything we ever wanted. And of cash drained down upon Fair Gotham, a glorious flood of chaos. And of course, you so what if, if by that same question what would have been number one at that time for you um because that was before the, dark knight right? oh yeah it was even before well, it was right around Batman Begins time. Was Spider-Man 2 out? Yeah. It yeah. Was Spider-Man so I 2. guess it would be probably Spider-Man 2 all around. And unless... X-Men 2 would have been pretty By high. what year? Yeah. 2004? 2005? Uh, that was you know, the Hollywood video era. Blade would be it, really Just imagine any time you went oh, to it, Well, I, it would have been Batman Begins. But, yeah. Because, yeah. I, yeah, it was out yeah. when I was working there. Same. Yeah. See, I still I think, like, me being me, I'd still pick Spider-Man 2 as better than Batman Begins. Even then, even in that time. Though I like that movie. Um, but yeah, I think I still would have been before Spider-Man. Batman Begins. It would have been Spider Man too. But as soon as Batman Begins came out, and I saw it like that was my new favorite right away. And, and you know, I watched it again just the other night, and I'm still thoroughly into that movie. Mm-hmm. Even though there are pieces of that plot that I just like Spider Man too for me. Sure. There are pieces of that plot that I can pick apart. Like Bruce Wayne is leaving. He's he's scared at the opera. This beautiful opera house full of all the elite. All right, let's just go out the back entrance, which just so happens to be covered in graffiti, and they're all of a yeah. sudden is in the worst part of town. Like, where is this theater? Gotham City. Where, <laughs> yeah. where was this opera hall? Yeah, <laughs> and then the microwave emitter. Like, how does that not just evaporate people too? Yeah, we're, we're mostly <laughs> we're water. Made of yeah. water. Yeah. yeah, how does it work? Yeah. is it aimed at all directions? Does it have a certain radius? I, I don't know. It's Batman, man. You gotta yeah, like Yeah, I was like, but what's funny is like, I it's liked it bomb, for being <laughs> realistic, despite, you know, the microwave emitter <laughs> subplot. It's the shark repellent of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, the uh, Deuce? What would, you, would have been your new one? 
Um, I mean, if Batman Begins is involved, so like two thousand and four, we'll say that's a good cut off. Oh five, because oh, 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 yeah, oh five. Okay, but literally, uh, like anywhere from like oh three to oh six, oh seven. Like, yeah, like would have been your top. Would have, would have been Spider Man two, or would have been Batman Begins. That's a tough one. Back then, I think Batman Begins would have taken it. Spider Man two and X two would have been the third one. Yeah, yeah, I feel like Batman Begins really hit us yeah. at the right time. Like it was perfect for it. our age demographic. Yeah. Because, you know, we came out, we loved these movies. I, we, I love the Spider-Man movies. I love the X-Men movies. You know, I like loved... those old Batmans. But uh, all of them had a hint of, you know, this is a family-friendly fair so, oh, somehow. Yeah. yeah. And this one didn't. This one was just like, no, this is just like a ninja movie. Yeah. Only with Batman. I also loved um, the score of that one more than... Um, <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> more than the, the Spider-Man ones. I think at the time, Spider-Man was done by... Who was it done by? I don't know. I don't. It, I was gonna say Danny Elfman, but that's not right. No, it's not <laughs> but it was it was like that. It was lighter, and then I think Hans Zimmer did Batman Begins. Yeah, I want to say yeah. like that was, was Zimmerverse. That was probably the the piece that put it over for me at that point. But the reason now that Spider Man Two goes back on top is because Dark Knight came out, and I was like, oh, <laughs> this is even better. This, this is, is the even best better. Yeah. yeah. But then I was like, okay, but my love for Spider Man over all the years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, just having time to really absorb it because I honestly feel like a lot of these movies that I saw in theaters, I came out of thinking this was the best movie of that series. Yeah. yeah. Because of the newness, the excitement. Yep. And all that, and it, and I still feel that way about Begins and The Dark Knight, and you know, I honestly could have had The Dark Knight Rises in there because if I'm being honest, like I love the, these trilogy of movies. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't dislike. I don't Rises dislike it whatsoever. as much as people do. No, me either. But you know what I was thinking though? Like it kind of connects to Spider-Man a little bit because that's what makes Spider-Man Two so good. Is that I can compare it to other Spider-Man movies, which I know are awesome, and it still holds up. Like, yeah, I get mm-hmm. you know No Way Home and Far From Home are both really good in their <laughs> own ways, and I was obviously Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, in its own way too has like the first one was really good too and even still through all of that I can still um, connect to Spider-Man 2 being better than them or as good as them at the very least you know that's, yeah. that's why it's so high is because it stands the test of time against itself and it's yeah. still always good yeah. that's pretty deep guys <laughs> <laughs> I think we hit Spider-Man 2 on a- I, I, I'm just not the, the hero type clearly with this uh, laundry list of character defects, all the mistakes I made, largely public. Yeah, okay, yeah. The truth is, I am Iron Man. And you know, we, you know, we've, we've danced around it, but um, we need to talk about what would have, if we're scoring these all, the number one movie for, between us all, The Dark Knight. Yeah. Yep. Because you got three ones and a two, so it's I was like going to ask you guys, the what, where were you when you saw it? But I know where you were. I was right there with you. <laughs> yeah, I think we all saw it Along together. with like... Multiple times. Like 12, yeah. <laughs> 15 yeah. people deep in our group. Yeah. yeah. All excited to see To watch it. this movie. Like, I remember... I do not recall a movie I've been this <laughs> it was a amped up to go see. Down. I remember one time, I, the reason it was up so high, I think the fifth time, maybe fourth, was just randomly Don called me in the middle of the day saying, hey, me and my brother are going to see it. I'm like, okay, I'll go again. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care. And then, and then that was also, I remember when, what time that was, but um, 
I think we saw an IMAX. I don't know if we all saw that together as well. Yeah. But that was the first movie I I'd seen in IMAX. Yeah. yeah. And that and that was also like the fourth, fifth, I don't know, sixth time I had seen it. Yeah. So for me, it's like the same reason with you. Like it holds the record for a movie I've seen the most in a the theater. Same here. Yeah. And I, I think too, like it also kind of harkens back to this time where well, we were all early 20s, right? When mm-hmm. it came out. So like the event of going to that movie was such a cultural touchstone and it was like such a part of our early 20s. And like the 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 super special bonds you form in that period in your life that will like follow you for the rest of your life, really. Because I feel like with high school, you can still, you know, like obviously you guys and a lot of your yeah. friends, you can stick together. But then I think that like if you stick with them from that era on, you're really like going to be with them forever. So it's one of those like core memories you can make with those people. Also, one of the funny things that um, I always thought was kind of a measurement of how nerdy some people were or how excited were for a movie was this was before you could reserve seats, right? Oh, yeah. So it was really like, how early could you get there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How long were they, li- how early would they here. start lining people up yep. so you can make sure you don't get the worst seat in the theater, you right? You go early. Yeah, some people were waiting out there, including us, you know, three, yeah. four hours, whatever, but that was part of the event. And then, like, Plane? it felt like a big thing. You Playing plans snake this, on like, your phone for, like, we three had hours. Yeah. <laughs> we were there on our behalf. At, yeah. Like, so we were kind of taking turns. Yeah, you would yeah. usually have somebody swap well, in. It also was depending on, like, you know, who was getting off work first and <laughs> who could get there and everything. Like, yeah. It was a, it was a fun event to coordinate, but Did that showed see... like how deep your friendship was. It was that's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, there's some guy. There's already a big line here. They got here at like two o'clock. Yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. do you mean? Yeah. Did we see the midnight showing the first as the first showing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw. I so stayed I stayed awake through it. I think I saw it twice in one day, technically, because midnight is. We went back the next. Yeah, day. yeah. and then we saw yeah. it again. <laughs> and and the same people that helped get those um, seats because I had a few friends that I had met that are a few years younger than us, so they didn't really have to work. They were kind of in between school and all that, and <laughs> yeah. so this, they they went ahead and again went to go get the tickets and get yeah. the places in line again. For a movie that we just saw the night before. <laughs> what a great, what a great film, though. What a great experience. That was like, I, it's one of those touchstone moments in your life that you'll remember. Yeah, and, and again, that's and that whole our relationship to that movie. Again, go, yeah. not go, not to go back to Batman Forever, but it, that's why I would place something like that on your list too. It's like yeah. that's why it's number one for us for Dark Knight because we also have that relatable experience to to add that to it. Yeah, yeah. and and a lot of people were really excited for this movie. Uh, the reviews for it. You know, months in advance, they're basically yeah. telling you it's this cinematic masterpiece. Yeah, the hype with it's Heath like Ledger. It's like the best since The Godfather. Yeah, Heath Ledger you know, dying. The, yeah, and Heath Ledger dying. Now, do you remember like the initial outroar when people yeah. heard that Heath Ledger was cast as the Joker, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, kind 10 of things I hate yeah. about you." And yeah. I was yep. thinking, that movie was I, awesome. I can see, and he was great. I can see him do it. <laughs> I'm not going to hate on it until I see what they do, and then when you see it, you're. That was was great. 10 Things I Hate About You was great. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, the reason I I didn't hate on him for that was because somebody immediately would bring up the point, look at Michael Keaton when he first got got the role. They were like, Mr. Mom is going to be Batman. And he had a lot of like, you know, River Phoenix vibes for our generation. I don't know if I want to compare him that much to it, but same idea, you know? And for me, like going back to the outreach for Heath Ledger, like I didn't really have any familiarity with him at all at this point. Like I hadn't seen 10 Things I Hate About You. So for me... I was really going in blind, and it really was based on like the hype that Randy had mentioned about, or the articles, and like mm-hmm. all the you know the internet was throwing articles all over the place about you know building up to the hype. And it's like I was going in excited without any sort of yeah, negativity. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Right. It's a sequel to my favorite comic book movie at this point in time. Yeah, that's like, right. Well, and also mm-hmm. he looked amazing. Yeah, and like he was. You all. And they didn't show him for the a lot of the previews. They like mm-hmm. you knew it was going to be Heath Ledger, and you had an idea of what he's going to look like. And um, but. 
it was really mysterious how he was going to be. And all the, the all the posters were just Batman. Yeah, or yeah. like the painted Joker face. Yeah, but that's not, right. I remember but that. not like, you know, it would just be a painted face. It wouldn't be him. So having him come out and you're like, oh, man, this guy <laughs> is you're awesome. Right. That poster was iconic because uh, it was through glass. So yeah. you just could see Heath Ledger's silhouette. And like you said, you had the the happy face and blood, and like that's yeah. all you saw. So you, you could you you could use your imagination on what you could look like, and it never would come close. Yeah, that poster is still up in my room. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! You know, because <laughs> it was a self adhesive one, so it was just like, well, yeah. I don't want to move it. Yeah. <laughs> I was ta- talking to this with Randy the other day, and I think it's uh, kind of funny. Is that when I watched it the first time, I had Joker as this like nihilistic anarchist person, and he's just like this force of nature. And then I watched it again a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, no, he is, like, super calculated. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly what he's doing the whole time. He's pretending to be this other thing. And the thing that really tripped me out to it was the stack of cash that he set on fire because I went, you know how long that would take just to set up? Yeah. Like, you know, like, like you're doing this on purpose. Like, you're not <laughs> the logistics of this. Yeah, that means you just be, like, working night and day to get this thing filled. I don't care how big that is. It was... It's just him and one uh, one crane or yeah. one uh, forklift. But it's like he, he <laughs> pretends like he's this force of nature, but it's really all just a, a calculation to get Batman to do the things that he like manipulate him like I, that was the thing with Rachel how she died is that that same thing I really like the the fan theory mm. of his origin being like a a, a war vet that mm. snapped mm. I, I, he definitely seemed like he was special forces at the at minimum yeah yeah because he could do a lot of stuff and he, he had a lot of weaponry yeah he was a very calculated and conniving individual when you go to the scene when he takes the shot Commissioner Gordon like really, he's hidden in plain sight yeah and he knows how to use a gun so yeah. it holds a little bit more weight yeah and he just doesn't look that intimidating when fighting Batman because he's fighting Batman yeah but make yeah. no mistake that's a very dangerous individual I mean yeah he killed a guy like right off the bat with a pencil <laughs> yeah yeah in the eye yeah. which was one of the best the the craziest moments oh yeah especially uh, as far as a uh, being in the theater and getting a reaction from the crowd that might be number one all time for me yeah <laughs> but the okay. way everybody responded to that they're in a kitchen in that scene right and he comes out of the shadows from inside the kitchen, which means he would have had to hide in there for, like, hours <laughs> until the people got there. So that's the level of, like, you think he's this crazy anarchist, but he's, like, this insane yeah. planner. He'll wait that long. Yeah, he'll just wait in the fridge for, like, three hours. The kitchen until... staff is just walking around him. Like, yeah. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. Excuse me. Exactly. Oh, the clown's back again. <laughs> like, yeah. He might have got a free dinner out there. Yeah. And um, what do you guys think about... The the change in Rachel's from Batman Begins um, to Dark Knight? I mean, I, I heard it was because Katie Holmes wanted to make mad money or something. It was I don't something know. really dumb because I didn't mind Katie Holmes in the role. Yeah, I thought she was, it was fine. fine. Yeah, I thought she was fine too. I didn't yeah. think there was any problem with that. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, so, and I thought Maggie Gyllenhaal was great as well. Yeah, she did good. I, I think, think they both did great. I think Maggie Gyllenhaal pulled off more emotion better. Yeah. Mm. So it was like probably a good. It was a good time to get her it's in. Probably important for a person. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sad or happy? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be rough. I couldn't tell that. I wouldn't know. How well, I, I also, like I also felt like you know, Katie Holmes' version felt like she was more kind of just getting on her feet in that in that world. Whereas oh, yeah. by the time the Dark Knight, you know, she's right there with the district attorney. Yeah, and, that's true. Yeah. Although she was with the district attorney in the first one as well. But yeah, yeah. She felt more of an equal to Harvey Dent in this than in previous Batman Begins. 
Um, okay, so I do have some questions for you guys. Awesome. That we can answer for. Okay, so the first one is, and we'll just go, I don't care, we'll figure out an order, but the first question is, who is the best superhero actor out of your, you can just say your top ten if you want. Who's the best superhero actor? You can, anybody can go first, but I, I can pick someone up. Oh, uh, the single best Wait, one? The best like, actor. Out of the, out of our top ten? Out of your top ten. Okay. Who's the best actor mm. in your top ten? Oh, top man. 10. Because of the the bat voice and all that, I might have to go with uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. Oh, that, that, that's the one problem with the Nolan trilogy oh, yeah. for me was the bat that's voice. True. If they could have just used like Batflex little microphone thing that kind of yeah. modulated his voice, would have made that whole trilogy so much more better. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Joker. I mean, his his acting was and uh, well, yeah, you, you did say hero though. Oh, that's true. Okay, so it could be. Let's just say actor in in the movies. In <laughs> then the movie it would too. probably be Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, uh, yeah I was gonna say uh, I would have said Christian Bale probably, but yeah. with the stipulation that it could be any actor. Swear I, to I, me. Yeah, that, I would say that would be my only criticism because it would just it was getting a little much, especially by Dark Knight Rises. Uh, but it is Heath Ledger. If we're gonna cover all of the actors on there, yeah. So. Because this is on my list and nobody else's, I will say Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Oh, man. He's great. Freaking perfect. Yeah. I mean, definitely not in the, the Wolverine movie. They really screwed him over on that one. But That's like, non-canon anyway, yeah. right? Yeah. Technically. Yeah. We won't put <laughs> but, like, that was, I mean, Iron Man, Robert Downey was perfect for Iron Man, and yeah. then Ryan Reynolds was even more perfect for now, Deadpool. To add on to this discussion, for a uh, not lead character, more like a supporting character, uh, we all know who it is, right? It's J.K. Simmons playing J. Jonah Jameson. Yes. Oh, yeah, he's pretty good. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one's hard to argue. <laughs> oh, it's just yeah. so... Yeah, absolute perfection for me. Which one is your um, favorite Alfred? <laughs> it's <laughs> Michael Caine. Caine, not... Uh, no, I, I like Jeremy Irons Jeremy in the Irons recent in the ones. ones. Yeah. I didn't feel like he had as much to work with. As he was Michael more King like super sleuth as much as Batman. Well, he was, was like he, he was, was like the man. Oracle. He was the man in the yeah, chair. Yeah, he was the man in the chair <laughs> in those movies, which is like really funny because he's supposed to just be like a doctor in like you know Batman's conscience, yeah. basically. And he's supposed to buttle. Yeah, he's a butler. <laughs> I felt like Michael Caine got to consistently be like comic relief too. Yeah. And what I liked about that is um, a lot of my superhero fatigue now comes from the comic relief and and how it's yeah. kind of added on. Whereas in the the Nolan trilogy, the you know it just genuinely felt like there's something the character would say as like a wink and a nod, like it didn't uh, he feel forced whatsoever. He definitely helped um, Christian Bale look more like a when he was in Bruce mode. He looked more human that way. Like he got him to crack a smile every once in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so my other question for you guys is, which of your honorable mentions? When we can just talk about some of our honorable mentions first, mm. uh, was closest to making your top ten. So what I mean by that is, like, if you have some honorable mentions of movies that you didn't put in your top ten list, of those, which one was maybe one, one or two of them was the closest to being in your top ten, if, you could, if it could be, like, 10B? Which one would it be? What do you think, Deuce? Well, I'll go. So my honorable mentions are um, the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heck yeah. Um, but that, wasn't, that was kind of in my list for a little while until I remembered, oh, Power Rangers is, is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also how it worked in real life back in the day. Yeah, Turtles. Um, uh, another honorable mention was Superman, the first one. Um, and like we said, back a few years ago, 20 years ago, that might have been pretty high on the list. Yeah. Um, Batman Forever was an honorable <laughs> mention because it was the first movie, or the first superhero movie I saw in theaters. Yeah. Um, Batman 89 is on the list, and I think that one 
and the Avengers one are both of the ones that were the closest to being on my list because they had been for a while until other movies came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I think um, it was between Avengers and Avengers Endgame, and I just put Endgame <coughs> on there because it was like Avengers, but bigger. You now had every hero that had been in the movies up until that point, yeah. and you, I really wanted to see Thanos fall. So, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I think that one is one of those movies where they stuck the landing really well, where mm-hmm. you're just like, all I want is a victory lap at this point. I've yeah. done, you know, I've done the slog, guys. I've gotten through the 15 <laughs> or 16 movies you made me watch. I just want a victory lap of all the greatest hits. And that's what they did. They, you know, and that's what they put together. And you're like, okay, thank you. That's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to get out of this. Now they're continuing it. But I just want to get out of this. <laughs> you know, we just got to get out of here. Can you just give me a soft landing? And they did the, <laughs> That was the softest landing they could do. (laughs) But yeah, it was uh, Batman and the Avengers were close. Nice. Uh, What about, Don, do you have any honorable mention? Uh, Yeah, for me, it was Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I really, really liked that one. They they handled the the multiple Spider-Men really, really well. And it was great because, like... uh, I, I I know there's a lot of spoilers kind of beforehand that were on the internet, you know, kind of floating around. So I did my best to avoid them. And, you know, I kind of thought what was going to happen didn't really happen so i, I kind of went in blind with it but um it was it, it's definitely like nearing the top 10 just for how well they handled everything uh batman 89 was really close for me for the same reasons you guys kind of outlined it mm-hmm. um i was really surprised that was not on yours to be honest yeah it was hard to kind of nudge out yeah like it was hard to nudge out but it's just the more i thought about the ones i, I put on my list and the finalized with like those are the ones that i think you know, also were significant in other ways, yeah. right? And and Batman and I was significant, but I was a little bit older when you know I was watching these other ones. So they, I don't know. I guess they had a little bit more nostalgia for me too. Yeah. Um, and then also Spider Man One was really close, but it just had a little bit you know too many faults where I was like, I can't really have you know a, a, another Spider Man movie on top of there, especially since I put Across the Spider Verse. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that was really like I had a couple other mentions that I thought were kind of under the radar, like uh, Mystery Man. I thought that was a fun one. Oh uh, yeah, fun. Okay. Oh, I did think about that. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's that's an orthodox sort of hero movie, but it's a fun dumb one that uh, I really enjoyed when I was a teenager. Yeah. Um, and then for me, there's also The Crow, kind of a weird one, uh, mm-hmm. but I really like that one. Younger. I gave it to him. Yeah, yeah. and uh, V for Vendetta. That, that was a fun one. That was oh. good. Yep. Tell yeah. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, and that was it. That's you actually my list. Yeah. You didn't put yeah. uh, Watchmen. <laughs> I was thinking of Dick Tracy or Spawn. Oh, Spawn! Oh my God, you're right. How can I forget that? <laughs> I was gonna put <laughs> Dick Tracy, but you guys, all, we all had a conversation. Right. <laughs> well, just so the listeners know, I was gonna put Dick Tracy, but we just had a huge conversation in the group chat like one day about how Dick Tracy wasn't a superhero, even though I think he is. Uh, <laughs> and so I did not add this even on my honorable mentions, though mm-hmm. I do think Dick Tracy, if you call him a superhero, is one of the yeah, best. I even considered Dick Tracy, but Spawn was just, and that was another big one for me when I was a kid too. But I just didn't connect like yeah. hero with him. I guess you know. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Randy? Any uh, there, there's, there's quite a bit I love so much. Oh, a lot more Batman, a lot more Spider-Man. Batman Returns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yes. was, I was very much into Batman Returns. I, that's the one I remember watching first because I was the, of that age. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer definitely, you know, like kind of awoken me, I guess you could say. Like. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, 
And Batman Forever, I did have a lot of memories with it. It doesn't age as well for me. I love that um, movie. Mm-hmm. I was a, I think I was the right because uh, Bob's like a, a year younger than me, right? I think. He's, no, he's uh, a three years. years. Okay, three so years he was probably like a little kid when that came out. He was right? like six. So, yeah, and that was again that was like a huge thing for him. He was already into Returns and all that. Yeah, that. I think I was in like fifth grade or fourth grade, and I remember it being like a big playground event. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And also, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Another one that was yep. on, one that I had on VHS. Got to see it in theaters. Good times. Great movie. Um, the closest, maybe the closest, was X-Men Days of Future Past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like that movie. Great uh, Also, I want to include Wonder Woman. Oh, God, was so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really, really, really good. Yep. And, of course, Sky High. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. Randy's I, favorite. I unabashedly love Randy's this favorite. Movie. It's yeah. my guilty pleasure movie for sure. <laughs> I've never seen it, even though I keep telling Oh yeah, way. you gotta watch it. Yeah, it's, it it's really good. It, like I said, it is a movie that felt like it was made for me. It's like this superhero movie that's also like you know the coming of age movie, and it's using and it's set in the high school with the the entire soundtrack is a bunch of '80s new wave covers. Nice. And, <laughs> <laughs> Um, for me, so I'm going to, I have a lot, but so I'm going to highlight some that you guys didn't say, um, because I think we'll have some good conversations. First one, I put Incredibles on my top 10. Mm-hmm. Would you guys put that in honorable mentions or do you think it's yeah. not even worthy of that? I, no, would. I would. It's okay. a very great movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I almost didn't put it in, but I was like, you know what? That movie is awesome. It's mm-hmm. the best Fantastic Four movie that was ever made. Yeah. And they're never going to make another one that's as good as that. So even even like uh, the, the second one was basically the first one. It was like the same exact plot as yeah. the first one. Just the mom now. Just the mom instead of the dad. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I, yeah. So I had to put that one on there. And then uh, you said Deadpool, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have um, Blank Man. Oh, yes. <laughs> Blank Man. That's a good one. That was... Um, was it Dave, Damon Wayans and yeah, it was Damon. Uh, yeah. Who's the other, um, Damon and um, and Mar- was it Marlon with him? No, it was no, Marlon. Was was it David Allen Greer. David Allen Greer. David Allen Greer. And he knew me. like kung fu. Remember? And he would just <laughs> yeah, David Allen Greer. So and then in it, um, Damon Wayans is is he like he's like smart? A, he's like a genius <laughs> okay. vigilante, but also like he dumb. Robots, didn't he? He's yeah. also just like dumb at the same time. I can't really get his character, <laughs> but uh, it's like very. Urkel. Yeah, he's basically Urkel, but like more dumb than Urkel. It's a very in living color character, but yeah. it's like a considered like a long form SNL movie. It's the same yeah. like different living color. Yeah, it's, it's so it good. It's so good. What's the name of his sidekick? J five. J five. <laughs> I love J five. I love J five. He's part of like a just like a Genesis on, cartridge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, J five. Come on, J five. Yeah. I uh, love the scene if we just instead of going there for one more second with the uh, when he's on the train tracks when he's uh, got the reporter on. Him. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's right through because it's so loud and she's trying to ask him questions and, and everything's like, huh? I can't hear you. Let me turn this off. And every time he has to start it up, it's like a whole process to get it running again. Yeah. So it was like stopping. Go stop and go before they end up where you're going. <laughs> um, I put um, a Snyder cut of uh, oh, Justice League. Interesting. Wow. You know, uh, I still haven't seen that. Dude, you gotta watch it. It's this is what I'll say. I have the time. I need the the time for it. Yeah, yeah I don't know if you do. watched. Uh, <laughs> if you you haven't seen the Flash yet, right? No, not yet. Okay, but we've seen the Flash. Mm-hmm. I think it has the single greatest Flash scene in all of like Flash. Dumb that we've had so far. I'd where say it's fair. In the in the the cut that they have, because they did it kinda in the movie, but it was terrible. There was like no rhyme or reason for it. But this one was like awesome, delivered awesome. It was exactly how I imagined like the Flash would be in a dramatic scene. Um, 
So that mixed in with a way better story and better action. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. One more. One more. Oh, Blade. Blade. Oh yeah. Hmm. Um, Blade Two as well. Yeah. Oh, Blade there Two. You go. We say that even Trinity, but I wouldn't Both put of them Trinity. Were great. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Blade. You know the thing with Blade that you can't put him. I just feel like you can't put him on the top ten. Is because like, if it wasn't a like Marvel movie and it was just a horror movie and there was a guy named Blade in it, like, it could be the same movie. Uh, it's like he's not a, really a superhero in the way that I think he is, but mm. I love it's freaking awesome. Wesley Snipes is the man in that movie. I love <laughs> they movie. didn't market that like a Marvel movie. Yeah, no, not they, at all. they didn't. They want just it to wanted be. to market like an action movie because it was back. And a when, lot of people went there and were like, "Oh, based on a Marvel comics character, huh?" Yeah, huh. it was like, back when Marvel was kind of like not good because they had done a bunch of bad stuff. They were going bankrupt. Yeah, yeah, and like all of the stuff they had put out before that was not great. And then this was the one. Yeah, you're right. It was just a Marvel entity, but they didn't market it as what, Blade. What year was the first one? Because ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah, believe. yeah. So comic movies were also on a downturn, like. Batman and Robin was ninety seven. Yeah, really ruined yeah. And so they were like, no, 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 this isn't comics. Yeah, this is and, a vampire. And hunter. also, the director was Guillermo del Toro, who uh, oh, wow. a two. different director. Oh, was he in two? Who yeah, was the first, who I don't the first remember. Movie? I can't remember who the first. I thought one he, was. Did, he did he, the first one too. No, he only did the, the oh. second one. Um, uh, and it, you could tell it's very like Guillermo in a lot of ways. It's got like this brown light that he always has in his movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but they're both really good. Blade Two has some of the coolest action scenes in all of Bladedom. But I think the the blood rave scene in Blade One with like the techno music playing, uh that one is the one that I would say was the most iconic. Yeah. Like it's and that's very of the time too. Like that is a very yeah. late nineties thing to do. That that song. Yeah, that was playing in that one. It was like super techno y. Yeah. It was, it was exactly of that era. Um, all right, so with that said, is there anything uh, else you guys want to talk about with your top tens before we move on to the end here? Um, I just thought of another movie. I don't know if you guys have seen both of them, but uh, what do you guys think of the, the Hellboy movies? Oh, yeah. The first one was really good. The second one got kind of weird. Um, I just didn't care after a while. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how I felt. Was like that the, the Del Toro? Both of them, yeah. Were, yeah. Oh. And so, yeah, he did both. The, this, I, I thought the second was really good, but it was also kind of forgettable for the same reason you said. Like it, it's it's a little too fantastical, but yeah. it's still a really fun movie. It's just I think it's just with everything the way comic movies have been, like it's just such so forgettable. And you know, I think even my mom liked both of them. Really? Of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I mean, I, I remember I saw it in theaters and I liked it. I don't know if I've watched it again since. No. It just got steamrolled because here comes Iron Man in the Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that was like 2007 or something. Well, it was 2008, I think. And yeah. Hellboy 1 was kind of like a cult classic. Like it just, you know, people liked it. It was a hit, but it wasn't like an insane hit. It mm. was just like, yeah, it was a good movie. Um, but you had to go see it. Like if you weren't going to get drawn to it. I remember when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is pretty sweet. I yeah. didn't expect it to be this cool. Because yeah. I had never read the Hellboy comic, so I didn't really know too much about him. Um, so, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I remember getting both of those through the Netflix mail. Nice. Which uh, wow. a lot of listeners probably don't know about. But <laughs> but yeah, I just was like, eh, why not? They're, they're on the list. I'll, I'll give them a shot. <laughs> Anything to not go to Hollywood video for this guy. Exactly. <laughs> I went from Blockbuster to Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> went right around us. <laughs> You're the it's reason like, we went out of like, business. You sure? you just come over. I'm going to rent it for free. Yeah. <laughs> he secretly just goes ahead and rents it from Blockbuster as well. Just yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Sounds good. Good. To yeah, hear. I, I was trying to think, but no. Solid, empty space. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, those are our top tens. I think that it went pretty much 
almost how I expected it. Um, I knew Don was going to throw some curveballs in there. No <laughs> Howard the Ducks, which is weird. No, yeah. uh, I almost put I almost put um, Short Circuit too because I, I I think Johnny Five is a great superhero. Yes. Yeah. But with that said, those were our top tens. I hope you also enjoyed this. With that said, the whole video guys are out. We'll see you later. <laughs> this guy, Flash Thompson, he probably deserved what happened. But just because you can beat him up doesn't give you the right to. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs>